little different. I know we're usually used to Bible study on Wednesday nights because that's mostly what usually Wednesday nights is. But we're going to, it's all right, I want to go a little different direction with you. I just want to talk to you a few moments. I'm not going to hold you long, so don't get worried. Don't get nervous since it's not a Bible study. But I got to thinking, you know, the pastor kind of caught me off guard Monday night. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about speaking or nothing. And I walked through uh, uh, Mamaw's house, and he was over there. I actually went to see how his day went. And as I was standing there, he just caught me off guard. He said, you want to speak Wednesday night? And I'm kind of like a deer, I guess. And, and you know, if that's caught me or not. First thing I know is I said, yeah, and then I got to thinking, what am I going to talk about? What do I have for them Wednesday night? So as soon as I left, Pastor, when you asked me, and I said, yeah, I, I went into the other room, and I started praying right then and asking the Lord, what could I say to you tonight? Say to you tonight that you've not already heard, that you've not all already um, heard somebody preach or speak about. And like I said, this is going to be different because I'm going to talk to you just a few moments from what's in my heart and what's in my mind. And as I got to praying, God's put this on my mind just for out of the blue. And, and I was been thinking about what happened Sunday, Pastor, like you just talked about. Monday all afternoon, I was thinking about how the service went. And then all of a sudden, when I was praying, asking God, what can I say to you tonight? This thought come to me about what happened Sunday. I don't know if you know, well, you know, because you was here, if the ones for you is here, you, you know what an awesome move happened Sunday, don't you? You know, growing up in my life, I've been to church all my life, and I've seen different moves of God. I've seen how God has moved in services and touched people and ministered to people's lives, and how he's moved in and and dealt with people and helped them through things they was going through, different situations, different struggles. And I've seen God move in different ways and different, and how he moved in. Like, you know, and I got to thinking about how God moved in service Sunday. You know, and I, I got what you said, Pastor, when you said, uh, when you leave here, don't leave out saying we had a good service. And I got what you were saying. Because like I said, growing up in my life, I heard this over and over. Going through church, I, I remember them services. Whenever the service would start and they'd start singing, someone would hit the right note, someone hit the right song, and they'd start singing, and people would get happy, and they'd start praising, and they'd start shouting. And sometimes the shouting and the praising would last 30 to 45 minutes or in an hour. And then the pastor would have to get up there and say, there's no way I could fill in. There's no way I could take over and do what the Lord has done. And I get what he was saying, you know. And people would walk out and say, boy, we had a good service. The pastor didn't even get to preach. And we kind of laughed about that and thought about what he was about that. And, and there's no dis disrespect to the pastor for people saying that. But I got what people would say we had a good service because how God moved in. But I also thought about how God moved in the service Sunday. I thought of how different it was. I don't know if you feel the same way I did about it, but it was a different way how the Lord moved in. Like I said, I've seen different ways he's moved in. At the beginning of services, during the middle of services, while the pastor was preaching. But this is what caught, my, caught me up and caught my attention of how he moved Sunday. You know, standing or sitting back there with the sound and lights and different things that goes on back there. We have different equipment back there, 
and, and probably what I'm going to say is probably going to uh, tell on me, tell on myself, because back here we got different equipment that there's different things that has the clock on it. And it tells you what time it is back there on different things. And I thought about the service Sunday, Pastor, how the Lord moved in when he did. He didn't actually, you know, don't get me wrong, he, I'm not saying his presence wasn't here Sunday morning at the beginning of the service. It was here. And it wasn't when the song started as far as the way he started moving. It wasn't during your message, Pastor, nothing against you. You've done a great, awesome job. And I'm going somewhere. Give me just a minute. It's the time God moved in. Whenever he did what he did at the certain time that he did. And it caught my attention while I was back there. It was right after the pastor then called us all up here. And it was a different kind of altar service. It wasn't a service where he prayed or said, if you have a need, come down by your, you know, or if you have healing that you need, or if you need to be saved, come down. He called us all down here as a church family. He called us all down here to be in unity together. And we had been praying, and we have been praising the Lord. The music was going, and people was receiving. But do you all know what time the Lord actually moved in? Can any of you all actually tell me what time the Lord actually let his spirit flow in like it did? It was after 12 o'clock. It was after 12.15 when the Lord moved in like he did. That caught my attention because I don't know if I've ever seen the Lord move like that at a certain time like that. And that got my attention because I thought about how the Lord moved in after 12 o'clock. You know what 12 o'clock is on Sunday is, don't you? You know what I'm talking about. It's time to go. The restaurant's waiting on me. It's time to get out there. Grecian is waiting. But the Lord moved in after 12 o'clock. He decided to roll in at a certain time, and I believe there's a reason why he did that, church. In my mind, I got to thinking about this Monday and Tuesday of how he moved in after 12 o'clock when usually people are ready to leave. People are ready to get out of here because they want to get to the restaurant and get to McDonald's and Burger King. You know, I, I've seen, I've, I've been to different churches. I've spoke at different churches, and I know when it's time to quit. I can see it in people's faces. I can see it on how they act at 12 o'clock at different churches. And I'm not putting down people, please don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to do, be disrespectful with anybody. But at times I've spoke at different churches, when it was 12 o'clock, I knew it was time to quit, Pastor, of the way they started moving, how they started watching their clock, how they even got up and left, and maybe it was because of me. But I got to thinking about this, and this is what really got me I think it was Tuesday afternoon as I was at work and I was just sitting there and I was kind of thinking of how I could go tonight and what I could say. And I thought about to myself of how the Lord decided to move in after 12 o'clock. And I got to thinking how, how his presence moved in. And we've all been at the ocean or we've seen the ocean at one time or another. And as you're standing on the beach and looking out into the ocean, you can see how the waves start. And as you watch the waves start, they start out kind of small. And the closer they get in, they get bigger and they get louder and they get stronger. And then you can see when they finally hit the shore up onto the land, up on the sand of how the water just spreads out. 
and how it just saturates the rest of the sand out there and how it covers the sand and how the presence of that water fills that uh, beach up there with the presence of the water, how it fills. And then you can see as the water goes back into the ocean, you can see where it has been. You can see where that water went, and you can see it going back into the ocean. And I thought about how God, when he moved in Sunday, it was kind of like that wave. You could see it, and, and while I was standing back, I could see by how people were starting to accept what was going on. How the move of God started moving into this service. It started out small. It started out a little ways, and then as it got more and more, it got stronger and stronger and stronger. Then all of a sudden, it just covered us all, and it left its presence. The presence of the Lord just covered us all, just like it does the ocean. And you could see after, after it was over with where people had been ministered to, you could see the presence of God had poured out and his anointing upon people's lives. And then a thought come to my mind why God chose to move what, like he did Sunday morning. Why he chose after 12 o'clock to move. And I thought about all these years we've been here. We've had pastors and ministers and great evangelists stand behind the pulpit up here. We've had overseers and general overseers stand and say that God was going to pour out his anointing upon pathway one day like never before. And I've heard them say that you need to be ready for when this happens. And I thought about how they would say that and how God chose after 12 o'clock to move like he did. And I believe this, and you may, think, you may think I'm wrong, and you may say, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I believe he chose after 12 o'clock to see if we're ready to, to take on what's going to happen. I, I think he thought, he said, I'm going to see if these people are ready for what I have for them. I'm going to see if they're able to stand up with what I got for them and handle what, for, that I, what I got for them. So I'm going to move after 12 o'clock and see if they're ready to handle this or not. And this is what really got me, Brother Cup. As I was standing there watching, I didn't see like the normal things going on at 12 o'clock here. And I'm not putting nobody down. Standing back here, I see some stuff. I could tell you some stories. But as I was standing there, I watched and seen how people did not start moving around wanting to get out of here. I didn't see people grabbing their watches. I didn't see them grabbing their coats and stuff, getting ready to get out of here. I seen them standing up here, accepting what God had for them, receiving what he wanted to do for them. Nobody was ready to leave at 12 o'clock. Nobody was ready to get out of here like normal, normal times. And that's, believe, that's why I believe God chose after 12 o'clock to move like he did. And I believe he was probably pleased to see that nobody, I could tell you this, nobody walked out of here at 12 o'clock. Nobody had to be told to get out of here because they didn't want to leave. They stayed here. I believe in my heart God used 12 o'clock to find out if we're ready or not. There's things going on in this church. And I think there's more for this church to come. I'm not trying to repeat what you said, Pastor, and I'm not trying to uh, go, go over what you said or take over, take 
take what you said, Sunday, because what you did was great and what you said was awesome. But there is a shifting going on. And I believe what happened Sunday is just like you said. I believe we're in a turning part of what's going on that's going to happen in this church. I believe there's things fixed to start place that we've, that we've been praying for many years. I think things are starting to happen in this church that people have stood here and said over and over that it's going to happen. I believe the wave is going to start coming in here all the time. I believe the wave is going to pour in here and soak us. I believe the rain is going to fall upon this services from now on. I believe the wind is going to start blowing and we're going to hear it. There's things going on that you probably never thought would happen. Just in the last few weeks, things have happened that I would never probably ever thought would happen in this church. We've had people come that have started being members that I wouldn't have thought would come. There's people being baptized that I wouldn't have thought would be baptized. There's people being touched that I wouldn't have thought been touched. And can you get this? Just like the pastor said just a moment ago, believe it or not, we've had a healing already in our service. We've had a healing in this church. You know, it's maybe not like we used to think about it in the old time in the Bible about how when someone was dead and God go by and touch them and they'd be uh, rose from the dead. But just like Sister Rains, that was a healing. And we've been asking for healings. We've been looking for healings. We've been praying for healings. And if there ever was somebody being healed in this church, she is one of them. And I don't believe that's the last one, Pastor. I told you this was different, but this is my heart, church. I think there's more out there. I think it's like the, the people that stood here and said things are going to happen in pathway that we've never seen before, and I believe it's coming. I believe as a Sunday was the time that it took place. I believe Sunday was the day that God opened the door. I believe he reached up there and grabbed the doorknob of heaven and said, this is what I'm going to start pouring out the anointing up on pathway like I promised for many years. Many years I've promised things that's going to happen like never before, and I believe it was a turning point Sunday morning. At 12 o'clock when he moved in, I believe that was the confirmation that things are going to start happening. I believe from now on we're not going to have to stand around here and wait on God to move. We're going to have to be ready. We're going to have to get prepared for it. But that's why I'm here tonight to tell you, if, you're never, if there was ever a time we need to start praying, if there was ever a time we need to agree for the move of God, it's now. Because there's things out there for pathway. I remember years ago when we left Cherry Street and we came here. Word was spoken up on this church that things were going to happen, that this church was going to be a church to minister to the community. As people drive by, they're going to see things going on in this church. And this is what I also believe. I believe during the past, God has used that time to minister to the church family, to minister to Pathways family, to get the church ready for what he wants to do. I believe he's took that time to get us set and get us ready on go to get ready for what he's going to do. There's things that started happening. Have you been over to the remix lately? There's things going over the remix that God is moving in mighty ways. And get this, right next door to us and the kids, there's more kids than we've ever had on Wednesday nights. And take this, you know, if you go over and stand in the parking lot on Wednesday night, 
You'll see what I'm talking about. There's parents coming up there and dropping their kids off and going back home to watch television or do whatever they want to do. But get this, that, you know, most of the time a parent ain't going to bring their kid if they don't want to come. These kids are wanting to come on Wednesday night. These kids are wanting to come and see what God has for them, what can they can learn over here. That's why we've got 70 to 80 kids on Wednesday night. We haven't seen it all yet, church. We haven't seen it all. We ain't even seen part of it. Because like I said, as we stood here, and many people have preached here, God is going to start anointing this church in mighty ways. People are going to be healed. People are going to be free. People are going to be delivered from the things that's going on in their lives. Drugs and alcohol and different things like that. And bondages have got them changed. And believe it or not, I believe people are going to be healed that we've been praying for for many years and months. God is going to heal them. God has placed a promise on this church many years ago. God has placed a promise on this church many years ago that he's going to pour out the rain upon this church. And just like the pastor said, I believe it was a shifting Sunday morning. I believe the door was open. I believe the window was open. I believe the gate was open. I believe the chains was let go for pathway to be what it needs to be. I want to read a scripture to you in Ephesians. Chapter 6, verse 10, and it reads, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put the full armor of God so that you can, so that you can take your stand against the devil, devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities against the powers of the darkened world and against the spiritual forces of evil and heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done this, everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and a breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And I thought about how God is promised to move and how we're going to experience this. But then I got to thinking about how this is really going to upset Satan. You know, just because the Lord, and when the Lord moves, and when we experience these things, Satan is going to get angry. He's going to get angry with us. And he's not going to just back down and say, look, the Lord's got this, he's moving in that church, I'm just going to give up. He's going to get upset. He's going to get angry what's going on in this church. He's going to get mad. He's going to put on his back boxing gloves, and he's going to want to fight. What I want to challenge you, and this is a Wednesday night crowd, so I can do this. It's true what they say about the Wednesday night crowd. You have the authority to fight Satan. There's things he's going to try to do to this church. 
He's going to try to come up against this church because he does not like what's going to happen. He's not going to like what's taking place. He's not going to like people being healed. He's not going to like people being saved. He's not going to like people being delivered from the things they're going through, the hard times and different time, difficult times. He's going to want to destroy the family of this church. But each and every one of you have the authority to stand up against Satan. You have the authority to stand up and fight against him and tell him he's not going to take what the Lord has for this church. He's not going to take away what God has promised over year after year for this church. And I'll tell you this, if God has ever promised you anything, he will deliver. And I believe right now in my heart, he is delivering the promise that he's gave pathway. I want to challenge you right now at this moment to start praying like you never have before. To start praying for the services that, that we have. Start praying every, each week that God will move and continue to move and that this is not like a fire that burns bright and strong for a little bit, then it goes out if you don't start kindling it and putting more wood on it. I want to pray that you start praying and putting wood on the fire. You start praying and put wood to make it stronger and more it's brighter than ever before that people can see what's going on in this community, in this church, that the people that drive by can see the fire in this church. I don't want the fire to go out. I don't want to see what happened Sunday to go out. That's why we need to start praying. We need to start agreeing. We need to get in our prayer closets or wherever you pray and start asking God to make what's going on become stronger. God loves this church, and he put us here for a reason. He didn't put us here just to stand and sit here and say, look what we've got. Look at the chairs and look at the carpet that we've got. Look at our walls that we painted. Look at the music we've got. Look at the singing we've got. And look, we've got cameras now. He didn't put us here just to do that. If that's the reason why we've done it, we've done it for the wrong reason. But he's put us here and he's gave us this stuff for a reason. He's gave it us for a tool to minister to lives, to minister to souls. There's people watching. I know because I can tell back there on Sunday mornings that people are watching live stream. People are listening to it online. People are seeing what's going on out there in the community. And it's a blessing that we've got that. So that's why we're here to minister to this community, to minister to lives out there. And I believe all these years God has used this church to get us ready to do what we're here for. It's to reach this community, to reach these people out there in this world. Just Sunday morning, I remember the pastor, or Sunday afternoon in the meeting, I, I remember him saying about there was a person that he was talking to that visited us one Sunday or one day because from another church, they visited us and they was attending to another church, but they came. And if I got the story right, I remember you saying, Pastor, that she said she wanted to start coming more here. What I'm saying is there's people going to come here and going to see what we have. They're going to want to be part of it. 
Now, I'm not knocking any other church. I'm not knocking any other pastor. I'm not talking about the other pastors. Believe it or not, I've got a dear friend across, across the uh, town here that pastors a church right now. And I'm not bragging or anything, but every morning I pray for him. I pray for their church to do great things. I pray that they'll reach the, the community. They have a reason. I'm thankful for the churches Blavel has. I'm thankful for the pastors. We have some great pastors in this city. And I pray that their churches do what God has put them there. But I also pray on every morning that God will use pathway and deliver the promise that he's put in our, and his promise that many years ago that this church was going to be a great church. That's why we need to take a stand. That's why the Wednesday night crowd needs to start praying. That's why we need to come together and pray for God to move like he did Sunday morning. That it's just not once in a while and not just for show, but God moves in here and pours out the waves upon this church every Sunday morning and every Sunday time we come together and Wednesdays. You know, at the beginning I told you this was going to be different. It's been different. In Acts chapter 2, verse 17, reads, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servant, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. We've heard this many times. We've heard many preachers preach about these verses. And I don't know about how you feel about it. But as every day at home or at work, we have a television at work and sometimes we'll turn it on the news. And I see the things that's going on in this world. And the things that's taking place. And it only means one thing to me. These are the last days. And it says here in the Bible, in the last days, God's going to pour out his anointing. God's going to pour out his presence upon these people in the last days. And I believe these are the last days. I'm not out here telling you I know when the Lord's coming. I'm not doing that. Don't get me wrong. But I could feel what's going on and see what's going on. And, I, and there's no doubt this has got to be the end of days. But I also know what the verse here says, and I believe what it says. In the last day, it says, God will pour out its blessings upon the people and, I believe, on pathway. I'm here to tell you this before I shut up because I know you all ready for me to be quiet. The Scripture says he's going to pour out his anointing and he's going to pour it out upon pathway. And we're going to see wonderful things happen. We're going to see great days. We're going to see things happen that we've never seen before. We're going to see people healed and delivered from sin. And we're going to have some good services, Pastor. We're going, to some, we're going to have some great services. But most of all, we're going to get to experience the wonderful presence of God as he moves in like he did Sunday. As I sit there and thinking about 
in my heart and in my mind as I was thinking about the service Sunday and how he came in and he saturated on his presence upon us. And like the wave, like I said, as it covers the beach, in my heart, again, I believe he chose 1215 to move in to see if Pathway was ready. And I believe we're ready. Yes, there's things we're going to have to do. There's some changes we're probably going to have to make. There's some different plans we're going to have to probably make, Pastor. But that's all right. That's all part of the growing process. So I want to challenge you tonight before I quit. It's like I ask you just a moment again. Start praying, church. And I'm not saying you're not praying now. But get ready. Get ready for that wind to start blowing. The waves start coming in. Because it's coming. And the only thing I can say, if you're not ready, you're going to get left behind. If you don't mind, I want you to stand at this time. I want us to just take a minute in your own ways. I want you to pray in your own way for a pathway, for this church, for us to be ready, to us to be able to experience the presence of God every time we come in here, that we see wonderful things happen every time we come in here, that it's not just one service and then off three or four services, then something else happens later on. That every time we come, that his wave will come through here. The wind will start blowing every time we come here. Now I want you to pray in your own way that we're able to accept this and we're ready for it and that God will move and take over our services and that we're ready for this shift. We're ready for the change. We're ready for the, for the water to start saturating us and the rain coming in this building. If you would, pray in your own way with me right now. Dear Heavenly Father, we come right now. We come and thank you for the, the wonderful presence of you that you allow us to receive last Sunday. We thank you for what you did for lives being touched, homes being ministered to, people being touched, and families being touched Sunday. We ask that you continue to move upon pathway, continue to move upon our services, anoint us as we come every Sunday and Wednesday. Whenever we come together in this place, that your presence will saturate like never before, that people will be changed, lives will be changed, souls will be saved, and we pray for healing. We pray for deliverance of the chains that got people held down and bound down. I thank you, Lord, for what you've done. I thank you for what you're going to do in the future. I just want to see what you have for Pathway. I'm waiting to see what you have for Pathway. I'm ready to see the different things that's going to happen in this church and the great things and the wonderful things. Thank you so much for being so good to us. Thank you for your love that you have for each and every one. Father, I pray that you'll touch and continue to touch from now on. Thank you for your wonderful, wonderful presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Present, Lord.
Jesus Christ. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to speak tonight. And church, I want to say this, and I mean this, and I'm not doing this just because I'm standing up here. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Also, I want you to pray for this. I, I believe this. I really do. We talk about people being healed. I believe there's people still going to be healed in pathway. I believe Brother Tony is going to be healed. I think about how God chooses his time to do things. I've heard about people praying many years for people to be saved and and usually sometimes it ends up on their deathbed before they get saved. And maybe God has not chosen right now to do what he to heal Brother Tony because maybe he's wanting to, for a special occasion, a special time. I want you to continue praying for Brother Tony for healing. And also I want us to pray for the pastor. Just like I seen on Facebook the other day where somebody said, I'm not praying for the surgery to go well, Pastor. I'm praying when you get there, they don't do the surgery. I'm going to pray that they have to skip that and they'll be disappointed that they don't get to work on you. That'll be all right. I know it will be. So I want us to pray that he doesn't have to have surgery. Forget about that and that everything's okay. So this week, I want you to take time out and pray for our pastor and pray for Brother Tony and the other needs we have in this church. Pray for miracles. Pray for miracles to happen. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to speak.